power hour lsu boom all night Let's freaking go. A very happy Boxing Day to you all. I hope the holiday season has been wonderful for you. The LSU players are hyped up for bowl season, but tonight we are going to address for the first time publicly these absolutely wild Brian Kelly to Michigan rumors if the Michigan job were to even open up. Now, let me start by saying this. It's very important to become a PHL patron member because a lot of you got early access to my thoughts and overall um, pulse of the program if Brian Kelly were to leave. But let me start by saying I don't think this is going to happen. I have a very hard time seeing, first off, Jim Harbaugh actually leaving Michigan. Now, the insiders say... And by insiders, I go to Bruce Feldman. He believes Jim Harbaugh is actually going to make the jump to the NFL. Okay, Jim Harbaugh um, is a guy who's always flirted with the NFL. And Bruce Feldman is one of the first reporters who had Mike Dembrock being interested in the Notre Dame opening. So Feldman, really good reporter. He thinks Jim Harbaugh is going to go. But that would actually have to happen for Brian Kelly to actually make a relatively lateral move to Michigan. The second thing is Michigan would have to do one of the most unpopular things that they could possibly do, which is hire someone outside of the building on a team that has made multiple college football playoff appearances in the past five years. That would be, to me, very bold. I don't think any of you would disagree with that. But guess what? Michigan has already gotten to see what a backup head coach would look like in Sharon Moore, who went undefeated and almost won the Broyles Award for the nation's top assistant. Ironically, Denbrock was also a finalist for the Broyles. So if Michigan were to open up, Moore would likely get the job. And then we actually get to the final part of this equation. Would Brian Kelly actually make a move to go from LSU where he's had to revamp the program, reestablish lines of communication, reestablish recruiting framework, reestablish coaching staffs. Would he want to go back to Michigan where a lot of the staff would leave and also go back to Michigan where there could be some violations heading their way because That has been a relatively normal thing during the Harbaugh regime. Remember, Brian Kelly had to take over this program, and there was still some stuff that he had to deal with from the prior regime. Would he want to have to do this again? The answer to that is probably no. And how much more money, how much more money could Brian Kelly potentially make Compared to what he is already making right now, which is one of the sweetest coaching contracts in not only college football, but world sport, right? $10 million a year, a good bit of it 
um, is uh, locked in guaranteed cash. So why would he do such a thing? I don't know. Okay. I will not speak on the two SEC reporters, one of which uh, covers LSU and the other, of course, covers Texas A&M. They're both really well connected. I know both of them. And look, they could be right about this. They could have actual sources close to Brian Kelly. I, I actually know that one of them does. But what I would tell you is coaching rumors always stay close to the vets, especially head coaching rumors. They are always, always sealed tight. So I don't think that that would even get out. Brian Kelly to LSU didn't get out. So I I don't know. I, it, it feels like a little agent-y, if you get what I'm saying. It feels like this is just out there for the sake of being out there. Um, but Brian Kelly going back to the Midwest, that would be the only thing that that would make sense, him going to Michigan from LSU. I don't know. I just don't see it. His family is down here. I, I I just don't see it happening, but I could be wrong. As always, I'm open to being wrong. I am not an insider, okay? What I can tell you, though, is it, it, it just seems like a stretch, and it's also one of those things, and I know a lot of you are worried about this because, well, on Christmas and Christmas Eve, my DMs were filled. I tried to, you know, stay away from LSU stuff. Focus on uh, my family and my friends that are in town. Uh, but now we're here. I, ju I just don't see it happening. I just don't. There's a lot of different things that need to happen for you to have to worry about it. We go to our first comment of the night. We say hi to Devin, BT, Jared A, Simper, um, LA Mom. Lots of patrons in here. I really do appreciate that. Let's go to Devin. First comment. BK is getting out recruited by Marcus Freeman at the moment with the 2024 class. I have a question. Are we seeing Brian Kelly's ceiling at LSU? Is he good or elite? So this is what I would say about this. Okay. Um. For those that watched the Mike Dimbrock live stream on Friday afternoon, okay, so uh, Mike Dimbrock went to uh, Notre Dame, as many of you know. The Notre Dame fans that went out of their way to keep telling me that Brian Kelly is not an elite coach, and look, it was a lot of them. A lot of you were there, and it got a little visceral in the comment section. It got a little visceral with me, all right? It was a lot. It, it was a lot. For whatever reason, they weren't saying he's elite, even though he's the all-time winningest coach at that program. That makes a lot of sense to me. It is done. But what I can tell you, though, is Brian Kelly in his first year at LSU was one of the best coaching jobs ever at LSU from any coach. And it's right up there. One of the top 10 coaching performances from a head coach was Brian Kelly in 2022. But in 2023, we fell short. 2023 will always be the biggest what-if year in LSU football history, if you ask me. You had the greatest offense um, outside of 2019 LSU. Statistically, it was on par with 2019 LSU. And obviously, defensively, we didn't cut it. Um, the, the, the truth, though, is Brian Kelly has been very good at LSU. Has he been exceptional? Well, let's take a look at the grades. The poll question is up if you're listening to this via podcast form after the fact, or if you're just watching this on a YouTube stream down the road, you give me your grade. If you were to grade Brian Kelly in his first two seasons at LSU, overwhelmingly, 
59 to now 60% of you have given Brian Kelly a B. 25% of you give Brian Kelly an A. C or D or F is 12% and lower. Okay? So, look. For me, Brian Kelly is a solid B. I can't give him an A, though. If he had been to a playoff in these first two seasons, then that would be an A. But I think B is pretty solid, and I think that's pretty fair. Obviously, year one, that was an A to A-plus performance. This year, B-minus to C-plus performance. So, look, Brian Kelly has done a really good job. We are still recruiting at a relatively high level. The recruiting class can get even better than what it is Um, right now. It can only get better honestly, because we already got all the signatures locked in. And a lot of good things are down the pipeline for LSU football. A lot of big news items still down the pipeline. And hopefully some new transfer portal uh, additions are coming soon. Now, it is important to point out that Deuce Chestnut did announce earlier tonight that he is officially in the transfer portal. We'll see, we'll, I don't know what's going to happen to Denver Harris at this point. That's obviously a little bit more of a complex situation uh, because he is way younger. But Deuce Chestnut um, was a disaster this year, and, and best of luck to him wherever he goes. Um, we, we still need to go get some DBs. We, we, we still do, even though I was really happy with our defensive back class. Now, I do want to give out something pretty cool tonight. Um, I, I am going to uh, say this. If, if we do get to a hundo in Super Chats, we will give this item out. This was um, a, a gift given to me by a subscriber. And um, I'm going to give out a bunch of cool stuff that I got for Christmas. I'm going to give out this print of Brian Kelly and Jaden Daniels at the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Absolutely love this. I was actually going to put this up somewhere over here. Um, but as you can see, I'm upgrading the studio. We got some pretty cool studio upgrades coming up. And thanks to you guys. I was going to put this somewhere, but I'm going to actually send it to one of you. If we get to a hundo and supers uh, tonight, I really do love this photo, right? These two guys have done a lot of big things for us over the past two seasons. Okay. So tune in. We got a bunch of big giveaways over the next week or so. Um, so be on the lookout. What's up, Rob G. Good to see you. Very Merry Christmas uh, to you. Um, let's go to Fred. What he's had to do these last two years is insane. Oh, I'm crazy. Oh, well, news to me. Huh? 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 Um, Let's go to Spectrum. Carter, you have to factor in that the program was in shambles when he took over. Yeah, so I, I, I've, I've said that uh, numerous times tonight. Um, he has been unbelievable uh, up to this point. A-plus in year one, and this was a, 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 a B performance um, to, to C-plus performance, right? I, I think most of you would say at this point that we needed to win a play or at least get to the playoff with this offense uh, that we had. So if you don't feel that way. I just don't know what games you're watching uh, this season. So, look, I, I'm still happy with where we're going. I'm still happy with Brian Kelly being the coach. And I want to also make this very clear. Um, I just talked about the, the the likelihood that he goes to Michigan. It's low. I also personally do not want him to go to Michigan. I think he is very freaking good. I have said it plenty of times over. I'm not just saying that because he's the most powerful person at the program I've dedicated my entire livelihood on, the LSU football program. Um, 
because look, a lot of you were in the channel's early years, and you know, I wasn't a big Orgeron guy. Um, the twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one season, I took a lot of heat for it, and that's perfectly fine. But I, I, I always speak honestly with you. I do think Brian Kelly is an elite coach, and I still think our best years are ahead of us. Now, we're going to get to as many of your questions as we possibly can uh, tonight. The next thing I want to get into, though, is Garrett Nussmeyer's future. This week is the biggest week of his LSU career. I'm so freaking excited that this young man, who has put four years into this program, finally has seen the light. So before I go into this next thing here about Gary Nussmeyer, let me first celebrate the fact that he is even in this spot, okay? The fact that as a true freshman, he never really got a chance to start, and in his only extended action of play versus Arkansas, it was a tough performance after a good start. I don't fully blame him. Jake Peets made some really questionable decisions. And then we had the bowl fiasco. No big deal. Ended up working out for the better. 2021 comes around. Obviously a very hellacious um, situation all around uh, for, for Garrett Nussmeyer. And look, it 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 was what it was, right? So excuse me, I was 2021. Obviously 2022 um, was a very good season backing up Jaden Daniels. Then in 2023, um, obviously Garrett was fantastic as a backup quarterback yet again. So that wasn't the big thing, his actual play on the field. It wasn't, you know, the Georgia game or any of that. It was the fact that he had to beat out Miles Brennan, which he very clearly did this past offseason. He sent Walker Howard packing uh, to Ole Miss because he just beat him out as a top backup quarterback option. And I think Walker Howard can still play SEC football. So, the fact that he did that was really impressive. So now he's here, right? And the truth is, if he were to just not be a good starting quarterback, I'm still going to love me some Garrett Nussmeyer because he was very integral to our success. But your legacy all comes down to what you do between the white lines. And it also comes down to how you perform as a starter. So this plane ride that happened in the last 24 hours, it was the first plane ride where you were the guy. This is the first game week prep where you are the guy and Wisconsin knows you're the guy. So a very legendary coach and Luke Fickle, one of the best coaches of the past decade in college football, he's going to have a week to game plan versus you. First year teams tend to play really well for first year head coaches, which Wisconsin basically is. And, you know, they're a seven and five team. They're not that great, but they're going to play hard. And Gary Nussmeyer is going to be in a spot where the defense knows it's going to be him. So it's going to be a lot of uh, fun over the next week. And I'm really pumped up about Gary Nussmeyer's future. And even more importantly, the future of Joe Sloan and Cortez Sancted. So we will see how it works out. All right. Let's go to Drew next super chat here. Elite. You don't need to be elite to win a championships at LSU. He's clearly a better head coach than Les and O. Yeah, it's not even close. Brian Kelly, regardless of him winning a national championship at LSU, is one of the 10 best college football coaches of the past decade and of the modern era. That what he's done already at LSU and what he has done already at Notre Dame makes him an elite coach, right? But he understands how important a national championship is for his legacy and also 
LSU's legacy. So uh, Brian Kelly's been fantastic at LSU up to this point, but he knows it's going to come down to playoff berths and championships. So there you go. I totally agree with you, Brian. He is a fantastic, fantastic coach. Um, so there you go. Now, next thing, recruiting. We are in a good spot with our recruiting. It could be better. Of course it could be better. But let's be honest here. Let's let's be perfectly honest. Our 2025 crop and 2026 crop is going to be magnificent. We've got a big thing coming up here with Bryce Underwood on January 6th. We're going to see how that actually turns out. I think LSU is still in a pretty good spot, even though Mike Denbrock left and he goes to the Midwest. Um, I understand Bama is in it now for Bryce Underwood with his recent visit there, but I, I still feel pretty good about where we are. I also feel pretty good about Harlem Berry and some other 2025s. I also want to point out one more thing with the offensive line recruiting. This is the first live stream where it is official that Cohen Eccles is a member of the LSU Tiger football program. Now, we do not know. We do not know. If Cohen Eccles is going to be a for certain five-star level player. He's a high-level four-star. I do think, though, don't ever underestimate the importance of offensive alignment in high school recruiting. Scott Van, he is in town for Christmas for the rest of the week. Who wants to go get drinks? I don't even I don't even get a call that Van's in town. I talk to Van pretty often. Uh, definitely one of my best buds. And Van, thank you so much for your support. So, uh, if I think we can do a link up, of course, I would have to. Uh, my, I say in town, Baton Rouge is home for me, but it's not home home for me. Um, maybe maybe we go get. I can make a quick quick trip down there. We can do a party night somewhere. Um, so there you go. Um, I wish I was going to Tampa, but. Um, I'm actually DJing a New Year's Eve party, so I won't be able to go. Um, but I am really freaking excited um, about hopefully moving back home in the next year or so. Got to get these funds up, though. Appreciate you. Um, I know, Van, I left the left it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so so Van and I had dinner at Chimes, uh, what was it, about a month ago? And it was a good dinner. We talked about life and all that stuff. Uh, so there you go. Les had some elite dogs in his tenure. Yeah, he did. Uh, he, you know, you put together the all-time – I don't know if you were to put together the all-time best players during the Saban regime and put them up against the all-time best players of the Les Miles regime, that'd be a close game. Okay, the O regime probably wins though, just because he would just field the 2019 LSU team. But yeah, I mean, Les—it's unreal, unreal how much talent he is. He—he uh, he had. Now, I will do this right now. He doesn't like me uh, giving out uh, stuff to him, but 
I feel like we all agree. Van, I'm going to send this to you, man. Obviously. Right there. So Van's going to get it. I do have another Jaden Daniels print, though, that I will give out tonight, though. Um, let's see. I can go. Let's do it. I'll get this one out. Let's give out another one. Giving out a ton of Jaden stuff tonight. Cool photos. You can hang it up in your room. See, does LSU make a run at any DL or DBs? Hmm. Dominant McKinley and uh, Terry Bussey, but you're talking about in the portal. Uh, maybe. You know, I saw another nice defensive tackle out of Florida, Florida McClellan. Uh, he commits to Missouri today. Also saw Trevor Etienne commit to the Georgia Bulldogs. <sighs> Y'all, I understand. I am pro player. But don't go to your school's rival. Don't, if you play at Florida, there are two schools you can't go to. Can't go to Florida State, can't go to Georgia. Go to Miami, sure. I can deal with that. You don't play Miami every year, even though you play them next year. But to Georgia, to you, you go from Florida to Georgia, you cruise from Florida to Georgia. Now, that's a deep song reference right there. Nelly not included. You, you can't transfer to your school's rival. Did you know that there's over there, – there's thousands of Division One college football schools you can transfer to, and you go to one of the two rivals. But I do bring this up as, Jared, um, thank you so much for the Super Chat. I really appreciate you. It's like an LSU player going to Bama. Now, who would do such a thing? And I already know you're thinking of that one defensive back. That one defensive back that transferred from LSU to Alabama. You're thinking of him right now. You're thinking of him right now. And I'm not talking about Elias Ricks. I'm talking about Phelan Jones. Who remembers Phelan Jones? I knew Phelan Jones. He was a friend of mine. Really cool guy. Uh, he didn't really do anything in Alabama. He's a really nice guy, though. Um. But he actually did transfer from LSU to Bama eons ago. That was over a decade ago. But Elias Ricks did make the transfer from LSU to Bama. Wish him, uh, now that that's over, he won LSU a lot of football games. And um, and now he's with the Eagles. But I will say this. Elias Ricks is a Liverpool fan, so I'm always going to respect that. Ha, 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 ha. So there you go. Now, next thing. Uh, Van text me. I'm, we, we can work something out this week. Um, I, I do want to get into the coaching staff here because obviously there is going to be some transition. We are going to need to go hire a tight ends coach. 
And obviously, Brian Kelly is going to see how everything works out here with Joe Sloan. My thing is this. All right. How much stock? And I'm looking at you. All right. The hundreds of you that have tuned in already tonight. The close to thousand of you views, podcast downloads, all that stuff. Please go like my podcast on iTunes and Spotify. I don't do really good totally on the podcast. And I prefer you watch on YouTube, but still. How much stock are you putting into the bowl game when it comes to Joe Sloan and Garrett Nussmeyer? My thing is this. This is what concerns me. Is if Joe Sloan and Garrett Nussmeyer struggle in the bowl game, would you feel confident enough to roll into next season with those guys as your offensive leaders of the program? Cortez Hankton is also technically the co-offensive coordinator. I do think Joe will call most of the shots. I do. All right. So the, the the thing is, how much stock do you want to put into it? Let's just say the Wisconsin game, we win the game 13 to 10 or something like that. Okay. Do you feel any differently about LSU football with those two calling the shots essentially next season? Because you have the guy that actually calls the play, and then you have the quarterback who dictates um, 60 to 70% of your snaps every game. All right? Because uh, obviously sometimes the, the play is just a handoff all the way. So it should be interesting. Let's go to Tyler. No hyperbole at all. He says, luckily, Garrett Nussmeyer is the best quarterback to ever live. And he's winning the Heisen in 2024. No need to worry. Okay. Uh, this is simply not true. He is definitely not transferring regardless of, of what happens for two reasons. Okay. The first is, is he's a starter. I don't think Brian Kelly is going to look at this bowl game as a be-all end-all with Garrett Nussmeyer because at least – he has proven in prior experience that he's had a chance to play, and this is his first ever start. The second thing is where could he go, right? Let's say like he stinks it up. Well, what market would he have as a quarterback? Probably not much. So he is staying regardless of, of what happens here unless spring comes around and A.J. Swan is completely outplayed him. But even then, I, I that's not going to happen. Then the second thing is, he would still be backup number one, right? So, look, one thing to, to keep in mind, though, is Garrett Nussmeyer will still have LSU's elite offensive line. He will still have LSU's really good wide receivers, well, elite wide receivers. And if Malik and, 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 and BTJ don't play the whole game, which could happen, um, you still got other good receivers to throw the football to. Um. Let's go to Joe Robeek. Joe says he feels Brian Kelly is leaving because Mike Dimbrock left because he knows Brian Kelly is leaving. And it all makes sense. 
Or it could just be that Mike Dimbrock had a chance to move back to the Midwest within hours of his uh, nuclear family members. And it could just be that. I like Notre Dame's a good job. He's got Riley Leonard, a really good quarterback, a quarterback I like a lot uh, for Notre Dame and might be worth a, a, a dart throw at a, at a Heisman long shot next year with Riley Leonard. Um, but, you know, best luck to Coach Denbrock. I, I think Mike's decision was on his own, and it's not as if he didn't part ways with Brian Kelly before this, Okay. Zipper coming in hot. So there you go. Let's go to Elliot. I'm pretty interesting response here. If Garrett struggles, then I'd say maybe BK needs to keep looking for an OC and keep Sloan as the quarterback coach. I love this comment, Ellie Mom, because that would be a perfect world, right? You bring in another OC and you keep Joe Sloan as a quarterback's coach because Joe Sloan, of course, big recruiter for for uh, Bryce Underwood, big, big recruiter, obviously, for any quarterback that plays at LSU, portal quarterbacks, future portal quarterbacks, and so on and so on. Here's the issue, though, is more often than not, your offensive coordinator is also your quarterback's coach, okay? So if you wanted to keep Joe Sloan as a quarterback's coach, but he not actually be the offensive coordinator, something would have to happen. He would either have to move to the tight ends coach, or you would also just have to move on from him, basically, because most OCs um, are the quarterback coach. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think Joe Sloan is ready. I do think Joe Sloan has play calling experience. Now, what I would say is his tenure at Louisiana Tech as a young play caller was up and down. Okay. But there were a lot of different factors, including rotating doors at quarterback, that went into those up and down performances. I, I think Joe Sloan's a guy for the job. It makes the most sense. Uh, he sat in the chair next to Mike Dimbrock during games so he literally had the same vantage point as mike uh during games same line of communication essentially so i i think he's going to be ready to go and i think we're gonna have a good performance versus wisconsin okay everybody welcome Jalen to the channel look at Jalen juicing up the phone man do that it just kind of sucks though when you when, when you're chilling and you're on your phone. I'm I'm in the same boat as you, man. I gotta got gotta be juiced up. See, you can't you, you don't have as much freedom when when you gotta be juiced up. So I'm gonna unjuice. He says I've always felt like Sloan was next up. Just how important he is to recruiting and the way Kelly's been talking him up. Blaine, good to see you. Blaine's been, uh, I think Blaine's been at every live stream I've done over the past couple of weeks. Ray Potiff back in here. RG is ready for Colin Hurley. Thanks for flipping me off, right, uh, RG. Um, it's his very first start. LD88 says patience is important. 
TJ, what's good? He says, Nuss and Hilton dropping a 50-piece. TJ has always been banging the Chris Hilton drum. So there you go. I'm turning my hat backwards in here because the Reaper is here. Bicahonis does not like the co-coordinator title. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's it. I mean, LSU is a destination job. It just is. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that that's LSU colored glasses, uh, if you ask me. I mean, LSU is a destination job for two sports. It's football and baseball. It's it's a destination job for those two programs. We got other good sports and Kim Mulkey is making it a women's basketball destination, but those I mean, it's a top five job in both of those sports. So look, let's just say Brian Kelly were to go to Michigan. Okay. Michigan's a really good job. Really, really, really good job. You can make a case. The big 10 is easier than the sec in the future years. Okay. Um, I get it, but we're LSU. Okay. Those three letters transcend who's between the headsets, okay? It's not the fact that LSU's won three national championships. They've done it with three different coaches, okay? It's a program job, not a coach's job, right? So there you go. Uh, Yeah, Joe Brady's name is always going to come up with an opening, um, Joe Brady has uh, done a really good job as the OC with the with, with with the Bills. He has been better than Ken Dorsey, the former Miami quarterback. So there you go. Now, next thing, I want to um, chat a little bit over the next few minutes here. And once again, any LSU football related topic, any topic you want to get to. If you super time, we'll go straight to it. Venmo Cash App at Card of the Power. I really appreciate uh, your donations. That's how I'm able to make this a full-time job. Thanks to you guys. Okay. Um, I want to talk about some players who have huge weeks ahead of them. Okay. Huge. And I say huge because this is your audition, Right. This is your chance to spotlight what you can do for this program next year. Okay. I think LSU is in a tough spot where this season we had a lot of year two, year three starters who LSU felt really good about going into the season as year two, year three starters. And they did not give you year two, year three level production. Okay. In fact, that they at times were liabilities. This is huge weeks for them. Okay. You know, one thing I, I looked into earlier today is I was trying to think of very coveted coach who's at a top 10 job who has done something really good in year three. And the name that I keep going back to is Steve Sarkeesian, right? Steve Sarkeesian has done a wonderful job at Texas and things 
weren't nearly as good for Steve Sarkeesian in his first couple of seasons as it was for Brian Kelly in his first couple of seasons. What did Steve Sarkeesian do a really good job of in this year three region that got his team to the college football playoff? Well, one thing was he had success this season with guys who predated himself, right? There are a lot of starters on this team that were a part of, you know, teams with the last regime, Tom Herman players. But those guys are few and far between, right? They were good players. What he did a really good job of, Sark, is get players in who were better than the serviceable level starters than he already had, right? And he did a good job, not necessarily, I'm not going to call every player processing, but he did a good job keeping the players that can actually play. So Brian Kelly has already made it known that he wants all the players back from last year's defense to this year's defense. He said 10 of the 11 guys who led the team in snaps. Obviously, that doesn't include Andre Sam because he can't come back. Same thing with Omar Spates. He can't come back either. But he he wants to um, really keep the nucleus of this defense together. My thing is how many of these guys that played a full season are SEC-level starter players and is the guy that's calling the shots in your defense the guy that you want? Okay, so Steve Sarkeesian did a really good job of rebuilding this roster and getting it to where it was a college football playoff level roster, especially in that defensive run defense front. Okay, Yeah, that's my point is Sarkeesian has players. My apparently I'll just completely missed it. He's done a really good job, though, at figuring out who those best players are. There has been so much roster turnover with Steve Sarkeesian. So much. I read an article on it today um, about how much it changed, but how many players on this playoff roster were actually from the previous regime and how many guys that are helping him right now, um, you know, five-star linebacker, five-star running back, are guys that he also recruited. So are we going to have the same thing next season? I hope so, because everyone's been hyping up year three for Brian Kelly. Okay. Max is done with Major Burns. Van, I do not think music is in here today. He's He's been blocked because uh, he was talking trash about me on other channels, which is fine. You do that, but then come back to my channel and act like nothing happened. Okay. Let's see here. Blaine wants to talk about the South Alabama fight. Um, sure. Jared says, so we should go get Tom Herman as an offensive coordinator. Uh, sure, let's do it. If for some reason you don't want Joe Sloan, Tom Herman's a really good coach. Um, just didn't work out of Texas. I mean, that, that roster had talent. You just couldn't get over the hump. 
Perkins and Weeks are definitely two starting linebackers. True. But how many guys behind them do you feel comfortable about right now at linebacker? Let me ask you this. No, Simper, I've, I've, uh, I unblocked him, but my my thing is is if you're gonna talk a game and you want to talk about me and how I do things, say it in my face. That's all. That's all I want to do. Just say, just, just keep it one hundred at all times. Because you see, here's the thing: they all don't get. I stand on business, baby. Business. I wish I could say business as good as Ludacris does in that one song. Business. Stay about my business. Shout out ATL's finest. Oh, Texas State won? Okay. Good job. Shout out Ponchatoula. Some of TJ's teammates watch the channel uh, from his Ponchatoula day. Happy for TJ. Really am. Tough start to his career at LSU. Well, the first start was really good at South Carolina, but after that, it was tough. Really happy for him. Okay. Um, TJ can fling it, man. Let's Let's see. Tag it as a DB now. Okay. Now, Jay, I really don't, but I just found it strange. Um, but I hope music is doing well. Business. Business. But when you got haters, it seems like you're doing something right. Um, I I I also want to get into this college football playoff coming up. Okay. We will be live tomorrow night at six, and we'll go a little bit deeper into that. But right now, in the chat, tell me the two teams that will play for the College Football Playoff National Championship. Give me your two College Football Playoff semifinal winners. Keep in mind, Nick Saban hasn't lost a playoff semifinal. Since New Orleans in 2014, 12 gauge beat him. Remember that in New Orleans, Blake Sims was his QB, and um, that was the first ever playoff. 
Okay. Every single one of you is picking Bama, Texas. I've not seen another matchup. Oh, Britt goes to Michigan. Okay. Chris goes Bama, Texas. Ellie Mom, official AD. Corey, welcome to the channel. Look at the beautiful doggos. Billy the Kid. Bama, Texas. Sib is going Bama, Texas as well. See here, Jared's going counterculture. He thinks Michigan's going to actually get it done. All right. Well, I'm going to give you who will actually win those games. But first, PHL Nation. Oh yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to louisianacontrols.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Your college football playoff final will be Michigan and Texas. Okay. Michigan and Texas. I think that's what it, I think that's how it's going to go. We're always going Michigan all the way. Here's the thing. Everything is pointing to Alabama winning this game. Obviously the Nick Saban stat I shared a minute ago. Also Michigan not playing all too well towards the end of the season. Okay. Michigan struggling with the middling Maryland team. They just didn't look that great. I think one team that was severely overvalued over the course of this past year, even though the computers loved them, is Ohio State. Because Ohio State's quarterback play was bad. Kyle McCord was bad in that uh, Michigan game. I think... Michigan could be a bit overvalued. But for some reason, sometimes this happens. Sometimes you just feel something is going to happen. And I just feel Michigan's going to win. Now, the networks won Alabama because Alabama draws, you know, an absolutely massive number. Um, and Michigan does as well. They're a big brand. But I think you're I think your final um I think the final that would draw the biggest rating would be Alabama-Texas, but I think Michigan-Texas would as well. I think Vince Young beat Michigan in a, in a Rose Bowl uh, before he actually won the national championship. So there you go. Tyler does not trust Jalen Melrose. Jared says, if Saban winning means he retires in RTR. So there you go. Let's see. 
let's take a look at the poll question. But first, let's talk about Deuce Chestnut going into the portal. We touched on it very briefly. I think that's before you hopped on, Van. Uh, let's start with the first thing. Was he a good football player for LSU? And the answer to that is no. He was. He did not play well. Um, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. You know, Syracuse film was okay. Like, I don't think it was bad. He he did have a, a tough game at Syracuse versus Florida State. And obviously, I spent a lot of time watching that game because we also played Florida State at the beginning of the season uh, the next year. And, of course, that was this year. And he was tore up uh, by Keon Coleman. Um, even when he had leverage on the receiver, he would still get beat. And, you know, we, we felt pretty good about him coming in. You know, you felt like this was going to be a, a Jarek or Makai Gardner type situation, but it wasn't. And he was just not a good player. Now, will we ever actually know what he did at LSU? The answer to that is no. I've heard different rumors and speculation. The bottom line, though, is Coach Kelly did not want him active for the team and something else to let you know that things did not end well is nearly every recruit even ones that were walk-ons that never had a chance to sniff the field they get one of these fancy photoshop graphics canva graphics made deuce chestnut straight to the point no good well wishes to any coaching staff member or anything I just saw a tweet earlier today that says I'm officially in the transfer portal. And I like that. That lets me know he's about business. <laughs> huh? 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 So, yeah, I, I just, best of luck to Deuce. Obviously, very short lived, you know, time at LSU. I listened to an interview before the season where he said, you know, DBU is a dream. Everybody wants to go play at DBU. And he just wasn't good. So, that lets me know that it's not a big loss. The next thing I would bring up about it, Van, is, you know, the worst thing is thinking somebody is good and he's not good. Deuce Chastain was not good, okay? But some people thought he was good, and that hurts. It's better to just realize that someone is not that good of a football player. And, you know, there was always a fraction of the fan base that was just, hoping for Deuce Chestnut to be reactivated with the team and hoping for Deuce Chestnut to come save the secondary. That just wasn't happening. Happening. Okay. So uh, there you go. Now, what does this mean for the LSU cornerback room now? Well, Brian Kelly had already wanted to go towards more of a youth movement anyway with Toviano and Stamps likely starting the bowl game and say Ryan playing a lot. You do have say Ryan back. Is that a good or a bad thing? I've talked ad nauseum about Sage for the last couple of weeks. So I'll say my thoughts on that. Um, but we, we, we need, we need corners. We, we need corners to come in and, 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 and be big time football players. And I know a lot of you like PJ Woodland. I know a lot of you like BB Causey. I know a lot of you like Jawan Johnson coming in this next, you know, recruiting class. So hopefully those guys can give you something. I would like to bring in a transfer portal corner at some point. Okay. Now, 
we then get to this. Eric, welcome to the channel. Everybody, welcome, Eric. Look at you, man. Do I think J.K. Johnson can start for us next year since he got hurt this year? I think what's very interesting, Eric, I would highly doubt he would be um, available for the bowl game. I've not heard anything on that, though, because there was rumors that he could be potentially ready by, you know, the end in import portion of the season. That would be very nice to get him out there for a, uh, a dress rehearsal. But at this point, Eric, I, I, I think JK Johnson could be a very nice piece for us. You know, speed wise, he's able to, you know, stay stride for stride for basically anyone. Um, the, the only thing we have is a spring game where Brian Thomas Jr. Beat him a few times and, BTJ was an All-American. So I, I am very excited to see what he can potentially do uh, for us next year. Really like J.K. Johnson's athleticism. Um, but, you know, what, what's, what, what can be done outside of J.K. Johnson? A lot. We can go find another transfer portal DB um, that has experience to come in and, and be a part of this team. But maybe Brian Kelly doesn't want to go that route. Maybe he just wants to stick with who he has here, and he doesn't want to do the transfer portal DB thing again because it was such a tough situation all around. The good news is Zion Alexander will get healthy, and he should be ready by the start of next season. So that is um, that is a really, really good thing. Okay? Deuce is a great name. We got Deuce Daly. So, there you go. See here, a few of you flying in my Facebook messages. It's always good. Uh... Let's see here. Yes, PJ. Yes. If you ain't a tiger, you're tiger bait. I love it. Michigan, Washington. I wouldn't mind a Michigan, Washington final. Don't know if the um, the powers that be want that. Okay. Let's go to Cole. So, Carter, do we know if Smith, Mingo are doing bowl practices? Yes, they are both back. And I think you meant to say Wingo. But, yes, Mason Smith is um, all, of the, all to my knowledge. They're, those two are ready to go for the bowl game. All right? Yeah, so you meant to say Wingo. Um, so Sibley says, Carter, what is the deal on Wisconsin? Still. Uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about him other than they have a really good running back in Braylon Allen. I doubt he plays in the bowl game. I think he's going to be a good NFL player. Uh, I've not really looked at him, to be quite honest. I won't really look at him until probably Thursday. 
um, because it's not worth really studying a team during bowl season if you don't know the full, full, full opt-out situation. But honestly, a lot of it is just with signing day. I've just been so focused on on recruiting, not really looked at anything bowl-related um, as far as what they have going on. Okay. Still, the most important thing about Wisconsin, though, in the state's very illustrious history is how in the world did famous world philosopher T-Pain rhyme the word mansion with Wisconsin and it still end up being one of the best bangers to ever be recorded in a studio to the point where you can't believe it a lot of deep cuts second music reference tonight (laughs) put you in a mansion somewhere in wisconsin Oh man, I'm loving all these T Pain, not a cappella clips, but unplugged clips that, that we've been getting. His Tennessee whiskey cover is fire, Stapleton level good. It's really good. Okay. Let's go to Renee. It actually originated from a Texas A&M writer. Deuce McAllister. How could I mention Deuce Daly and not Deuce McAllister? Deuce McAllister's jersey has been the backdrop for quite a bit of our live streams. I'm glad you helped me to a standard here, Blanche. I appreciate that. Uh, Deuce McAllister actually was on my student radio show uh, many a moons ago, back in 07. It's crazy. Yeah, Sage is back with the team. He'll be an LSU Tiger next year. Mm. 
Cajun 5 doesn't think BK is going anywhere. Welcome Cajun 5 to the channel. Hope you hit the subscribe button and ring the bell. Now. I didn't know this. Deuce McAllister's name is Delimus. Delimus? Or is it Delimus? Do Delimus? Uh, is that it? <laughs> Delimus. Freaking love it. Now. do want to get into one other storyline okay um and it's very important to mark your calendars it's going down in the dms february 17th arklatech's sports card and memorabilia show bozer city civic center north louisiana thailand signal to gabriel relaford Ahmad, bro. Xavier Atkins. They'll all be there signing autographs, hanging out with PHL and you. So we'll see you there. Okay. February 17th, go ahead and mark it down on your calendars. Now, something else that's really cool. You guys know I only, only partner with the best. Okay. We've had so many fun PHL meetups with the Arklatex card show. Okay. Um, so, so, so many. Uh, let's see, including this was from the last one. Well, that's Kev Falk. That was actually at the SEC Championship game. But um, you'll see some photos coming up here from the Arklatex card show. Uh, there's Van and I at the SEC Championship game. There's Aaron Murray. Um, but uh, it it's so much fun. It really, really, really is so much fun. Um the coldest best selected the coldest uh this obviously out of game so let's keep it going here with sibley bama had four players hit the portal during the championship run texas last its backup during a championship run with more to come why should alums continue to be a fanatic like me about their alma mater because what a, i mean do you want to be stuck being a texas fan the rest of your life sibley is um is that what you want? I don't think that's what you want. Um, I think I actually played the wrong video. Huh? 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 No, this is a, uh, what, what are the last shows that, that we did? Um, there you go. So obviously Trey Hollywood was at one of these last year. There's Z baby right there. Um, but yeah, we're going to be interviewing players and there's going to be opportunities for you to get autographs from the players. And, uh, there we go. So you'll, you'll, you should come. It's free. It's free. Are you kidding me? get a free chance to meet all these future NFLers. Do we pull for Texas to lose for a better shot at Bo Davis? I, I like Bo Davis a lot, but as Sibley will tell you, it's going to be hard to get him out of Texas. 
right? He's got a really good thing going there. But, you know, coaching for the alma mater is always something that, you know, he, he, he he's probably wanted to do, especially considering his heavy ties to the state of Louisiana. But it would be nice to have an elite defensive line coach because he did have the best run-stuffing defensive line in the country, uh, in my opinion, this year. You know, I, th- this is the thing, simply about um, the transfer portal. Obviously, the situation with, you know, the back with quarterback Malik Murphy was was strange, right? It's a lot easier to transfer if you're uh, a skilled guy that doesn't play quarterback. Quarterback, there's one spot, and if you want to get a starting quarterback job, the earlier the transfer, the better off you are. Um, I do kind of find it a little weird, though, that they could not, under any circumstance, uh, figure out how to keep both. Um, I, I, I don't understand how they couldn't keep everybody happy uh, throughout the college football playoff run, and they could have made some kind of way for Malik Murphy to be able to play in the bowl game. Why I, I still don't understand if Malik Murphy is committed to Duke, why he still can't play in the college football playoff. That still doesn't make any sense because all the other quarterbacks are playing for uh, – play played in the bowl game, even though they were transferring, including Sam Hartman last year, but whatever. Let me see. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the Bama players going into the portal, one of the players had one of the weirdest sec arrests I've ever seen. I don't even want to bring it up because if you talk about this stuff, it, it, it can get strange. Um, but still, I, I don't understand anybody hitting the portal during a championship run. Texas had multiple DBs enter the portal uh, this this portal cycle. But the good thing about it simply is when you're a fan of a program, no one individual player is going to sully your experience. And that's part of it, right? Like, I liked Walker Howard a lot. I like what he stood for. I liked his story. I liked that he was a son of, you know, an LSU player. But, you know, I never let how much I liked him get in the way of him leaving. I, I don't want that to just completely, you know, take away my fandom of, of LSU football. Uh, but Robbie, that's a really good super chat. And I also hope the Pelicans won tonight because I've been live with you guys. Got to watch the first quarter of the game with the, my father a little bit earlier tonight. That was pretty cool.
want to get into some other things here. Um, so this is really cool. I am um, Pelicans barely up here at the end of the game. That's good. Simper with the sources. That's pretty bold stuff. I do want to shout out um, our friends at Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. So I, I love Underdog. Very happy to be a part of the Underdog uh, team. I'm happy for their support. Go sign up today. Promo code Carter. It helps you out a lot. You got to use the promo code, though. Carter. Um, I am towards the end of my drafting year with them. I did over 60 drafts with the Underdog Fantasy. And boy, was it fun. So sign up today. Be a part of the best ball movement. You don't set your lineups in fantasy football with underdog fantasy. That is the best thing, right? I'm too busy to work the waiver wire. I'm too busy to make trades. Trades never get done anyway in fantasy football leagues. Best ball fantasy is the way to go. So sign up today, underdog fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, promo code Carter. Okay. Let's see. Do Lemus, do Lemus McAllister. That's a great name. Shout out to the McAllisters. Y'all did that, man. The Lemus. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, it might just be that Malik Murphy felt the pressure from Arch Manning. So there you go. Sipper, I saw you emailed me. I'm gonna um I can't really read it now. Obviously, we'll we'll get to it in just a second. Texas versus Michigan. So Sib feels pretty good about the future with Arch Manning. There you go, Sibs. You go. You do the dang thing. Um, Let's see here.
All right, so I got a, um, an interesting question via Twitter, and this is from Chris. Uh, he he was um, he was interested if we would go get another quarterback in the transfer portal to add another QB to the room. Um, that's not going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't think you're ever going to bring in more than one portal quarterback unless one of them is coming in to be a walk-on. Um, you know, we, we actually had a former LSU quarterback on um, when we had a uh, a film breakdown with him, A.J. Swan. I feel really, really, really good about A.J. Swan after watching a good bit of him. He grew on me. I didn't like him at first because the turnovers were were bad. He did throw to really good receivers, one of which is probably going to start at Georgia next season, and another one's going to start at Colorado. Um, But, man, his protection was really bad. So I, 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 I grew into A.J. Swan a little bit. And, of course, I would have preferred the backup be a true dual-threat quarterback. But, you know, LSU's number one and number two guys are going to be pocket guys. And you can uh, you, 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 you can you can work with that. Yeah, Chris, I, I don't know Denver Harris's academic situation. And I know the rules have changed with the NCAA recently that you could transfer more than one time. Um, before you graduate, I don't fully understand the transfer rules. I don't think anybody does. So, yeah, I mean, could he transfer again and be ready to go at another school? Maybe so, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the, 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 the situation is there. Okay. I keep getting this tacked hate to LSU. And during recruiting, all right, obviously I'm not the recruiting insider. So if I know this, that means uh, <laughs> for the most part, there's definitely recruiting insiders that knew this. It was really hard for LSU to get back into it with Tacky Curtis. And I don't know the full, full, full story. Just know it was really tough. Sometimes... And normally one every year, elite four-star is leaving LSU or leaving Louisiana no matter what. It's just how it is, okay? And he was that guy for this cycle along with Arch Manning and a few others actually for that for that crop. The reason why that became such a you know big thing was because it was so early in the Brian Kelly tenure and – People wanted to paint Brian Kelly as a not good recruiter. Well, the truth was Archman was never going to LSU. Tackett Curtis was never going to LSU. Now, things have changed, right? You know, him going to USC really shocked me because going from Manny, Louisiana to Baton Rouge is a stretch, it is a stretch, okay? Um, but still, 
Let's go to Mays. Welcome to the channel. Going to the bowl game on Monday. What offensive lineup should I expect? Are you going to get Nuss? You're going to get BTJ? You're going to get Malik? Who lines up a running back is going to be interesting, though. Okay. I really do like the linebackers in this class. Let's go to Parker on Twitter X. Who is TE1 and TE2 next year? It's a good question. Obviously, Mason Taylor, it's going to take a lot to surpass him. But I'm telling you, if Tredez Green can block, it's a game changer. And it would be nice to run some 12 personnel next year. Okay. And look, I'm down for more tight end usage. More tight end usage would definitely help us out in the running game, too. That's one of the biggest things, you know, with Garrett not being a zone read threat the same way Jaden is, it's going to affect our running game. But if we can play out of 12 it it helps it's a really good question all right carvis making the drive from orlando to tampa for the game that's cool man congrats pierce says the whole population of manny could fit in the river center good to see you pierce and there you go And welcome to the channel, Parker. Here's a good question from CK. What will it take for Mason Smith to reach to an elite level? I like Mason Smith a lot. Um, you know, um, I have an autographed Mason Smith helmet sitting over here. Um, the first is a clearly defined role. The second is an absolutely clean bill of health, which he had this year. But many will tell you in the sports medicine industry that it takes a full season before you're fully, fully back. Now, he got hurt as early as you possibly could in uh, the the um, in his first season uh, under Brian Kelly. But, you know, LSU has had players come back from really devastating injuries and, and play really well. You know, one uh, – th th well, actually, a few that come to mind that actually played in the trenches as well. Chason had a very serious injury in the first game versus Miami in 2018. Obviously, was a fantastic player for us in 2019. Um, All-American, I uh, almost said Will Campbell. Uh, Will Blackwell, uh, first – drive of the game versus North Carolina blew his leg out next season comes back fully healthy all American. So, you know, it's not unprecedented to be back to elite form in that first year back, but it just wasn't the case for Mason Smith this year. I still think he can get back to really good form. 
I just think for the overall health of the defensive line, we have got to figure out what kind of scheme we want to run. I feel like we run some tweener scheme where we have a bunch of guys doing roles that they're not fully comfortable with. We have guys that line up in very weird stances, a full yard off the football at times, guys that play stiff, uh, guys that can over-penetrate. And that's normally the sign of, you know, not being uniform in what you want to accomplish defensively. So there you go. Was it me that got the autograph that got Mason uh, suspended? Uh, It wasn't because I really didn't start collecting his stuff until after his uh, true freshman season. So I was not at the signing. It was not me. Um, And I honestly don't know who it was as a collector of Mason Smith autographs. But still, uh, the good thing is we know for a fact that that would not have changed the outcome of the Florida State game at all. Uh, They were going to light us up regardless of the situation. Okay. Well, thank you, CK. Good to see you. Hope you join the Patreon soon. Hope every single one of you join the Patreon soon. If that's not your type of jam, guess what? There are plenty of different ways you could support PHL by joining the PHL Merch Club, powerhourlsu.com slash shop. Check it out. All types of merch if you want to support my independent media journey. I am not a part of any networks. I'm open to being joining a network. Uh, but at this point, I have been uh, Boosie, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Yes. Or at least I think you know what that means. But being independent, I don't get any national residuals or anything like that. It's all based on what you guys give me. It's um, every last donation goes to me. So um, there you go, powerlsu.com slash merch. And I do have the web bill coming up, so I've not sold any merch uh, this past week. So we need to change that. Okay. Here's Chase. If Ricky Collins is gone after this season, is gone after the season if he doesn't come close to some playing time. Well, at, at this point, Chase, he is a QB three going into next season. Unless, look, unless he comes in and just completely outperforms AJ Swan in the spring. That can happen. We've seen it happen. We saw Gary Nussmeyer do this to Miles Brennan. It it it, it can happen, right? One thing to keep in mind with A.J. Swan, all right, and it is very important to keep this in mind, is he does have a redshirt season still left, okay? So what does that mean exactly? Let me just confirm to make sure that this is the case, all right? Um, 
That means coming out of high school, he was a 2022 recruit. So he started in 2022. He started in 2023. So he's never redshirted. Okay. So he could go to LSU, play four or less games, and still have two years of eligibility remaining. Um, so Ricky could beat him out and and get AJ Swan to, to go back into the portal. It's going to take a lot, though, because A.J. Swan is very experienced and very polished, and that's why he's here, right? Because he's played a lot of big games against really good competition. And I could go even further saying that when you're playing with Vanderbilt's talent, and once again, the receivers at Vanderbilt when he was at Vanderbilt were really good. Everything else just really wasn't all that great, especially up front. That's actually really good experience because if you go from a situation in Vanderbilt where everything is moving at a million miles per hour, especially if your protection sucked, and then you go to LSU where your protection is going to be really good if you play, um, the game will slow down for you. All right. It will slow down for you. Now, Apparently, the Pelicans choked thanks to Todd jinxing them. He said the Pelicans are up by four with less than a minute to go. And you say the game's not going to overtime? Todd, you did jinx them. You jinxed them, Todd. It is all on you. Yeah, Pegasus. I blame. Do y'all want me to? Do y'all want me to block Todd? I'll, I'll block Todd. Todd, the only way you will not get blocked is if you go to the PHO merch store and buy out my inventory, or at least get something. If not, you are going to get blocked. That's um, just how it's going to work. Last time the Pelicans played, the Grizzlies, Jaden Daniels walked away with a John Morant game-used autographed jersey. Okay. Okay. As many of you know, I'm a Pelicans diehard. All right. And I hate going live when the Pelicans play, but I do it any, I do it anyway because I love you guys. All right. And you guys got me worried sick. Jared, I mean, I I don't know if we're up by four with 40 seconds left to go. And I'm live, focused in on you, even though I have a Pelicans ad in the background. Only wear it during game dates when I actually go to the games. I don't know. I, th I think Todd deserves a block if the Pelicans don't win. 
Billy, my thoughts are with you, man. Good to see you. I know it's been tough. We're here for you, brother. The PHL community. All right, Todd. It's it's this is this is high leverage stuff for you, Todd. This is it's high leverage. The Pelicans lose. Todd will no longer be seen. He'll join the likes of music. Dang, now Simper. Simper, Simper can't live without PHL. Huh? 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 Oh, man, that is hilarious. Simper says, I, I'm standing with Todd. PHL merch in action. What's up, Mick? See you. I still think this is so cool. Caden Durham wearing the LSU gear. During the state championship game, Texas state championship game. Could you imagine going to this game and seeing this guy run for over 200 yards and half the crowd being like, why is this guy wearing purple gloves and purple cleats? Exactly. Yes, exactly, Jared. Up by four, 40 seconds left, four letters in the word Todd on his fourth post. Okay. <laughs> Todd says, I believe in Jesus. Uh, it, he is a reason for the season, okay? But he is not the reason for this block, okay? It's It's... I understand. I understand. Oh, God. We'll see. Y'all got to keep me up to date, though. And don't tell me any updates. Only let me know when the game goes final. Okay? Only let me know when the game goes final. Sibley dropping the, 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 the Danny girl joke. Derek Carr absolutely stinking up the joint. Here's the only NFL take I'll have. Okay, Brock Purdy can't be the NFL MVP after this past game. Okay, um, it's got to be. I, I'll give it to a few guys. Like I always say, I think the NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year should be two different things, and it is. But I think they should give an MVP for an NFL player 
and an MVP for a quarterback, right? Josh Allen is the NFL MVP. I'm fine with Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, two 2018 guys. Um, and I'm also fine with Christian McCaffrey as well, but it can't be Brock Purdy. It can't, I, I can't do Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. Not, not, not in this world. Okay. Um, so there you go. But I, I'm 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 okay with Josh Allen. I'm also okay with Dak. But I think Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson would be my vote if I had one today. All right. Tyree Kill is uh, I'm fine with that as well. Arkansas lost a key coach today. Kenny Guyton, wide receiver coach. There was one wide receiver who's an LSU legacy uh, who plays at Arkansas, Isaiah Satania. I think he's okay. I don't think that's anything, though, uh, that, that we should be after. The, the only bonus would be he's a good return guy, but I think Xavier Thomas is a better return guy than Satania. So... Um, there you go. <laughs> little little Z Billy Johnson at the Z baby. <laughs> Showing some love for the Z baby. I love it, Billy. Thank you so much. I should go get her just for you, man. The Z baby getting a shout out, but she's she snug sleep. The funny thing is when I get done doing a live stream, right when I do uh, the, the final sign off, she immediately starts scratching the door, wanting me to go out there and uh, play um, play play a game with her or something like that. The only game she likes to play, she has this little like blue Nerf ball, and she forces me to throw it down uh, the, the hallway out here. And uh, the funny thing is the hallways aren't even that long, but she will sprint a gazillion miles per hour and chase the ball down every time. It's crazy. RSX has been creeping in the background. I could see you, man. Merry Christmas, brother. I am a 49ers fan. Purdy is not MVP. Sibley says Carter needs a kid. Well, it is kind of weird. So earlier today, uh, I was with two of my best friends, their brothers, and uh, I got to meet all their kids for the first time today. 
which is uh, crazy. So if you guys haven't already, please go follow me on Twitter. At Power Hour LSU. That's where you can find me. At Power Hour LSU. Bang. There you go. Trent Williams getting MVP. I'm down with an offensive tackle getting MVP. I'm okay with that. Here's CK. Saints question. Can the Saints be fixed? Mickey and Allen are embarrassing Nola. Okay. I I understood the logic going to get Derek Carr, but what makes it look not so good is Baker Mayfield, who isn't as old as Derek Carr, obviously. Baker Mayfield's class of 2018 and Derek Carr's class of 2014. So pretty significant gap in age. But a lot of these like free agent I just poked myself with my pen here. A lot of these free agent quarterbacks um, have played well this year. A lot of them. Hell, Joe Flacco. <laughs> the Joe Flacco looks good. Derek Carr is one of the few who have just sucked. He has just sucked. And my thing is, how bad is he? Or how bad is Jameis Winston if he's not playing? Is it... Just the fact that Derek Carr's eating up so much of your cap and you don't want to admit that you're wrong. Is that part of it? I don't know. I don't know. Baker Mayfield is killing it this year. So apparently, I didn't know I'd started a firestorm here. So you guys know I say let's freaking go at the beginning of every live stream. So I tweeted out, let's freaking go on my Twitter account, which I normally do. Sometimes I put in a, a link with the let's freaking go. But things got to change for me on Twitter when the bold news, uh, when, when I dropped the, the – some, some, some bold news about who we were playing in the bowl game. Um, 
I'm not, I'm, that's not really a thing I do. I'm not really a newsbreaker. Sometimes you get news stories and, and, and whatnot, but you know, there, there was a, a key starter uh, for LSU earlier this year um, that, uh, that I was able to get some information on and I didn't say anything. It's just not, I really what I do. Sometimes I'm just tweeting just for the sake of tweeting. Let's freaking go. So I tweeted out, let's freaking go at around eight fifteen, just signifying that we're starting a live stream. And apparently some people took it as there being some, some news or, or anything like that. There was no news. It was just, let's freaking go. Okay. Let's freaking go. I, I say that all the time. Pooh Bear, what's good? Pooh Bear. H-Town. Also seen a... Also checked in on a Kanye West debate on Twitter. Shout out Graduation. Ah, ah, Skaha. I'll tell you, when I listened to Good Life with Kanye and T-Pain for the first time, my soul left my body. I never heard a song sound that good. I'm serious. Like, it were, I was, uh, that was that big of a banger. Dang, Jared, eh? <laughs> that's that's dark. That's that's really, really, really dark. You you can actually put a live one in there, and that would probably do the job. But Jared's like, no, we have got to we have we've got to go all the way here. <laughs> that, that is bold. <laughs> that is crazy. Charlie's coming in with the props. Uh, you can take a look at some higher lowers on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, check it out. Promo code Carter. Todd quit commenting, so I, I think that, that, that lets me know that he's already preparing for the inevitable here. I don't even need to look at the score to already know what happened. I really haven't seen it. All I saw is some Twitter DMs. What do you know? What do you know? And also said some stuff about Xavier Thomas a few weeks ago. I was like, hey, how did he know that? How did he know that? I don't know Xavier, by the way. Okay. I'd love to meet him, though, because I think he's going to be a beast for us next year. A beast. Let's go, Caleb Jackson. Why not, Chase? But in a perfect world, you want it to be Garrett Nussmeyer. Get that confidence. 
Oh, Danny, yeah. Yeah, that's a debate. That's a, that's a debate debate. Is it the same thing? All right. I, I just looked. Todd, it's not looking good for you, brother. Not looking good. Okay. I'm sorry to say, brother. And Todd, here's a good thing, man. Is I will put it up for a vote. Or what you can do, Todd, is like I said a minute ago, everything in the PHL store is marked down. I only have the highest quality merch items. You can go to powerhourlissue.com slash shop. I'll get an email if you if you get something. That will save you from the, the Pell's choke job here. You jinxing it. So, Todd, this is your chance. This is your chance. So, Larry, Larry, Larry is saying Todd deserves it. Second choke job in as many weeks from the Pelicans on their home court to their in-division rival. The, we, we had the Zion versus John Morant thing. One and two, both from South Carolina. Todd hadn't commented since then. Since then, I've not blocked him yet. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving him the chance, or I'm giving y'all the chance to um, back Todd here during this very trying, uh, uh, this trying time. God, dude, that just sucks, dude. Just sucks. Ugh. The Roby actually watches every Pelicans game. I know um, Pierce is in here. Oh, man. Why do this? Why, Willie, why would you do this to me? I have not done anything to you, Willie. Great. I've not. <laughs> yeah, 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 just can't do this to me. 
So I, I've not blocked Todd yet, though. I think I think he said f this guy. Anyway, or he might he might he might be afraid. I'm, I'm I'll shame him. I'm I'm not going to shame him. But that was a pretty epic jinx job. It was a pretty epic jinx job. <laughs> oh man, because I saw it. I had not paid attention to any of the game. I watched the first quarter of my dad, and um. I get a freaking uh, get a freaking message. I'm like, oh wow, that's the first message about the Pels game all live stream. We're up by four with forty seconds left. It's got to be a W. So apparently, more than likely, we missed some free throws or uh, or, or whatever. I I don't know. I don't know if Todd's going to be back. But if you are listening, Todd. PowerHourLSU.com slash shop. You get one merch item. It's not a block debate. You're locked in forever. I forget the the jinx and, and all of it. But you may never come back. I don't know. Ray says we should have drafted John instead of Fat Boy. First off, Zion is not fat. Y'all need to get off my fellow chunky boys. Now, could he be in better shape? Sure. <laughs> Should he be in better shape? Sure. Do we have to worry about the leadership? Sure. But there's no way you're drafting John Moran over Zion Williamson. And I'm not sure if you even do that, even with what we know about both their careers now. Okay. Let's keep it uh let's keep it going here. Oh god, here he is. Just one game. Billy wants a uh a, a Jaden Daniels jersey. Uh, they have them on the. They should have them on the official LSU website and get one and support Jaden in the process. I looked and they were gone. Yeah, I guess I I don't I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um. Oh no, they got them. They got them on fanatics. Yeah, just type in Jaden Daniels jersey. Yeah, there's a lot that popped up. Uh, no, just Jaden Daniels jersey. There's, there's a lot that pop up. Just put it in the search bar and you'll get it. Yeah, Larry, I got a ton of them. Uh, 
uh, we've given out so many of these. Uh, got BTJ right here. Got Logan Diggs, uh, Josh Williams. I think I'm out of Malik Neighbors. Need to get more Malik Neighbors. So there you go. Now, I'm going to answer as many as I can in the next few minutes. Cole, thank you for your super uh, tonight. So if I did not answer your question earlier in the stream, get it in now. Because I always like to try and listen to you every single one of them. Uh, Van, thank you so much for your super. Van's always, along with Sibley, our top super chatter, along with Roby, Grant, Cole, Drew, Devin, and, of course, J-Red, who drops a $5 at least during every live stream. I really appreciate that, man. Okay, yeah, I got a lot of Burrow cards. I think I've given out every Jaden Daniels card. There's not a whole lot of Jaden cards out there. That's why um, I gave this one out tonight. It's pretty cool. That's crazy. Thank you again, Jared. Appreciate you. If you're a professional athlete and a 40-year-old concrete worker is in better shape than you, you have issues. All right. This is... No film study tomorrow. 6 p.m. live stream tomorrow, though. Back on our normal schedule. 6 p.m. live streams on Wednesdays, okay? Jared, thank you for the super. I appreciate it again, man. Um... Let me um let, let me make one thing pretty clear here with um uh the Zion Williamson situation. The only thing that really bothered me is in the pregame of a playoff game last year, he's doing a windmill dunk. Okay. In the pregame of a playoff game. All right. In a sport where they tell you the 82 games that you play don't mean anything, but the playoffs matter. So the one game that you should probably tough it out and play if you're able to do a windmill dunk before the game, you don't play. Play. 
that was my that was my low moment with, with Zion. But it's 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 crazy. Pressure, what's up, man? Zion hasn't been right since the shoe explosion. Oh, that's a deep cut Zion memory. So we're going to end this poll question. 60% of you overwhelmingly say it was B. Okay. All right, y'all. This was fun. We'll be back Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Central. We'll talk to you soon. It is power. Our LSU bear. And tonight, we are doing gumbo. KB's gumbo. Night three. Let's go. <laughs>